Okay, we're holding Mishnah Ches. Um, I, I just want to, you know, it's important to know, by the way, some of these Mishnahs are different in various different versions. So, whatever version you have, just look for this Mishnah, because there's so many different Mishnahs. I, I really think that Pukki office is probably one of the, one of the, I, I can get more from him, I have a home, I told you. Uh, there isn't, a se- except for the Haggadah Shal Pesach, there probably isn't any Chedek of Torah, maybe except for Chomish probably, that is more written on them Pukki office. Okay, Haggadah Shal Pesach for sure, and obviously Torah, right? But other, other than that, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So, um, we're on Mishnah Ches. Okay, I'm going to split this up. Again, some people call it Mishnah Ches and they have to continue. I'm going to continue. I'm going to do with one of the storm that I have over here. Now, beautiful Mishnah and a very important Mishnah. Listen carefully to this message. It really is a very, very important one. The Mishnah says like this. Rebeleza ish baritoisa oime. Ten loy mishaloi. I think there's a song about this, by the way. There is, right? Okay, fine. We would never recognize the mission of not for the song. No, it's a Mephusha song. I'll give it to Mishnah. Okay, ten loy mishaloi, right? Give him what belongs to him. Sha'ato v'shaloch shaloi. Because you and what is yours is his. V'chem dovr oime. Dovr amelech, obviously referring to over here. Pasuk adiv v'ayamim. For everything is from you, and we've given you from your hand. Okay, what, 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 are, what is this talking about? <laughs> what is Pshat in this Mishnah? So let's understand it on a few different levels. Um, first of all, there is a Medrash Shmuel over here. The Medrash Shmuel brings a few different understandings to this Mishnah. One of the first understandings, which maybe is more of a, also the idea of a Poshet Pshat, is stocker. You know, sometimes people find it very, very hard to give stocker. They, they find it very hard to give from their money, which they basically, you know, I, I worked very hard for this money. I worked very, very hard. I'm not just giving it out. Right? You have certain people, right? I, unfortunately, in my business, I kind of have to do this a little bit, right? So you see different types of people. Yeah, people are like, sure, take, you know, whatever. We learned this in the Rechaim HaKadosh. It's not, it's not even mine. HaKadosh Baruch gave it to me as a Bikadoin. Which is what this Mishnah is saying. Right? Look, look at the words of the Mishnah again, right? Look at the words of the Mishnah. Ten loy mishaloi. Give him what's his. Because whatever you have is his. Meaning the money that you have, which you think is yours, belongs to you, you made, you worked hard for. It's not yours. It belongs to Rabbi Shalom. He gave it to his Bikadoin to give to the Oni to give to whoever it's meant to go to, whatever stock organization it is. But you have different people. Some people are, yeah, sure. And you have some people that are very, very tight in a way that, and it's a problem, by the way. It's a problem that, that because it, they, they hold that their money is theirs and forget, if I give you $100, you are now indebted to me forever because look, I gave you $100. It's not even your money. I should give it to you to give out. It's like, I'm not even talking about my money. My money, Bachal, isn't yours. When you make money automatically, there's a matter of my money that doesn't even belong to you. I'm talking about even, forget my money. Stop, guy giving stocker. That, that's pretty much what this mission is teaching us over here. On a very simple level, as the Medrash Shmuel over here points out, is that you have to realize um, that, uh, you know, whatever Kosh gave you belongs, belongs there. And that, that's a very, very important thing. And I want to actually today give you a new explanation from the Slonim Rebbe, the Nesiva Shalom. The, the Slonim Rebbe, the Nesiva Shalom, brings down, he's got a beautiful safe on Perky Ovis. So he brings down, first of all, he brings down this Pshat, Posh Pshat. And Pasha Pshat, he says, whatever, you know, let's say, let's say it's not stocker. Let's say someone wants to borrow something of yours. No, it's mine. I don't, I don't want to give it to you. It's yours. As Misha is telling us, everything belongs to the Rabbani Shalom. It belongs to us. Could be the Rabbani Shalom gave us the schos of having it for a few years, or for a few minutes, or whatever it may be. But as long as we have that schos, share it with somebody else. 
Right? That's a, that's a simple level that a person should realize that the Rebbe gave you everything in a gashmius, in a physical form, in order to use to help everyone else. Not for your own personal benefit. Okay, that's a, that's a very simple thing. But then, he brings the Rebbe Yoyna. The Slonim Rebbe and the Shalom brings a beautiful pshat in Rebbe Yoyna. And Rabbi Yoyna explains, and I think I want to go on this direction for this mission because I think this is an incredible lesson. And that is Rabbi Yoyna learns that this mission is teaching us not necessarily talking about a monetary, a physical thing. Give from yours in a physical way, in a tangible way, right? Money, possessions. But it means from your body, from yourself, from who you are, from your capabilities. And therefore we have to realize, as Rabbi Yoyna explained by the Nesiv Shalom, that every single thing we have and everything we use is we're going to be, you know, basically trying to fulfill the Rabbi Shalom's will. And every gift that we have, everyone has a gift. Every single one of you have beautiful gifts. Some people can do things than other, you know, in one area better than other people. Some people cannot, right? So everyone has their gifts. What was the reason why the Rabbi Shalom gave you that gift? So that you should be a Balgaiva? So you should say, ah, oh, God Hashem gave me. If you say it that way, how most people realize that well, they were given word from Hashem. But even if you do, what was it given for? To use. To use as what? To help other people. Obviously, ultimately, you know, serving Hashem. And that's what the uh, Rabbi Yoni was telling us. Right? Everything comes from you. When a person recognizes that his gifts, again, not in a monetary, not in possessions, everything that he can do. Right? Some people do things better than us, like I said. Some people are better at chesed. Some people are better at speaking. Some people are better at uh, physical. Maybe they can help schlep things with gemachs. And also some of them are better at ideas. They can make different ideas to help people. Whatever it is, everyone's got their strengths. Everyone's got their weaknesses. And we have to identify our strengths and identify our weaknesses. But when we take our strengths and we realize that it's not mine, Hashem gave me my strength for a reason. You know, you have, for example, many singers out there. Right? Beautiful voice. And it's, it's really a beautiful thing. And music, by the way, is a very, very powerful tool. Music could be used to, to open up the neshama. It's not for not discussion for now, but music could be used to, to open up the neshama. I know people personally told me, personally told me that they went through bad situations, they went through really, really hard times. The only thing that brought them out was music. And, and it's obvious that way. You should find it by the biggest rebbers and sadikim who are busy oisik and Torah. They want to hear a nigger. They want to sing a nigger. They're composing nigger. Some of them even played instruments. Oh, what are you busy playing a violin for? You're a rebel. What's pshat? Because music opens up the soul. So if you have a guy like that for as a singer, so he has two options. He can either be a Balgaiva and say, I'm a big professional singer, and nobody can get hold of me, uh, pictures, autographs, concerts, or, or he can use what he has, obviously for a panossa, because he needs to make a panossa, but above and beyond that, to help other people, which most of them, I think all of them, they do that. They go to hospitals, they go to camps, they do it with not well children. Because why? Because they realize, and they speak about this often, it's a gift that Hashem gave me to use to, be, to be better other people, to help other people, to serve Hashem. And every single one of us have gifts. Maybe all of us don't realize our gifts. That's a generation often that we're living in. As they say, we're living in a you know, very low self-esteem generation where nobody really like, eh, what, am I, what am I good at? I'm not good at anything. You good at anything? You know, what are you good at? Every single person is beautiful and good at, at, at many things, but specifically one or two things. You have to use that and take that to realize. I'll give you a marshal that the Stolomo Rebbe brings to, to really to, show, to drive this one home. He brings a Kavaldi Gavash. He says, imagine you have a king who takes out a thousand coins from his big treasury. And he takes these a thousand coins and he hands it to one of his servants who are very trusted, one of his loyal servants. And he says, listen here, you can keep 
a hundred coins, a thousand coins, you can keep a hundred, but give nine hundred of these coins to specific people, right? Now, let's do the math over here, right? How many coins does the messenger have? How many does he have, right? How many does he have? During the journey, in his possession, physically, he has a thousand. Do they belong to him? No. How many belong to him? A hundred. Nine hundred are not even his. They're in his possession. He's carrying them. They're in his pocket. They're in his bag. But they don't belong to him. Only a hundred belong to him, right? And therefore, when the servant reaches his destination, he gives out the coins to who he's meant to. And therefore, it's not him. Well, it's me. I'm so proud. Look, look I'll give you this coin. T- t- say thank you. <laughs> Why am I saying thank you? It's not yours. The king told you to do a message. So you're doing a message by giving me the king's coin. No problem. He doesn't feel good about it. If you're the guy who stands behind the bank, you know the guy you know, behind the glass in the bank? Right? So he's giving out cash. Teller. So, teller. You think he feels good? I've got much money I'm giving out. The guy looks at him and says, well, I'm so jealous of that guy. Wow. I mean, a kid would do that, right? A six-year-old kid would go there and say, I want to be that when I'm older. You get to give out money. It's not his money. He doesn't even think it's his money. That, says the Siva Shalom, is how the Torah views success. Whether it's in money, whether it's in other things. It doesn't make a difference. A wealthy person is the Rabboni Shalom's teller. That's it. Simple as that. If you have talent, if you have an ability, if you have money, if you have possessions, it's simply a vehicle. And how the Rabboni Shalom pours his chesed into the world and he used you in order to do it. Now you have a choice. Are you going to be like the messenger who's going to give it out? Or when the messenger gets there and he says, no, I want to keep all these. I'll be in big trouble. Because when he goes back to the king, the king's going to say, no, you gave up my coins. He'll say, actually, I decided to keep them. What, are you crazy? He's going to get in big trouble. After 120 years, you're going to come up to Shemaim. The bunch of going to say, did you give out the money that I gave you? Did you use the talents that you had in this world? No, I kept them for myself. That's this Mishnah. That is exactly what's going on in this Mishnah. In this Mishnah, we're telling us that everything that we have on a physical level and on every capability and ability level that we have belongs to the Rabbani Shalom. Of course, we're meant to use it for ourselves to a certain extent to serve Hashem. But more than that, don't steal those possessions. Don't steal those capabilities and those beautiful things that you're good at for yourself. Use them for Klali Yisrael. Because as the Mishnah started, and we said this in the beginning, the Mishnah's Lashon is, because at the end of the day, everything belongs to the Just make sure you don't, while you're here for 120 years, use those things for your own personal glory and your own personal self. Help others. Use your talents. Use your possessions. Use your money. And help other people. Basically, tomorrow we'll continue with the next Mishnah.